Hi, welcome to Bunch of Mom Sense, a podcast where two moms talk all things kids, work, life, and, and everything, everything in between. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Bunch of Mom Sense. Today in the studio, we still have Holly from our last episode, and I'm Jessica. And I'm Heather. I kind of forgot to introduce ourselves. Didn't That's I? okay. Oh, well. All right, so today, um, if you didn't hear our last episode, Holly Bennett is a friend of mine. We both have triplets. We actually met in the hospital. We were in the hospital at the same time, had our triplets a day apart. Hers were born a day before mine, and she has two boys, one girl. I have two girls, one boy, Um, but she has a big following on Instagram, and she has something that uh, I feel like not a lot of people know about, and that's called an au pair. So we've asked her to kind of talk about that and her experience with that. So so my first question, Holly, what's the difference between an au pair and a nanny? So an au pair is an international student okay. who lives at your house. So Got it. Um, they come over and they, they live at your home, participate in life and and you know, whatever's going on in your home in this country and whatnot, they have to go to school. And, um, you know, it's kind of like a live-in nanny, but just a little bit different. Interesting. Where is yours from? Our, this one is from Brazil. Okay. Yeah. How many have you had? Two. Two? Yeah. The first one was from Colombia. Oh, okay. Okay. And when, are they going, so they're going to college while they're here? Yeah. Um, a lot of them are already college graduates in their okay. country. And so they just come and do, um, you know, the the classes at the community college. Got it. And how long do you have, is the au pair with you? Is it just like a contract and then once it's up, they can go back or? I think they're always a year unless Mm -hmm. you're getting someone from rematch or something like that. But I think it's always a year agreement. So did you use an agency to find yours? Yeah. So there's, there's a variety of agencies out there and there, there's different price points and whatnot, but um, we did investigation and here in the Dallas area, I felt like cultural care was the biggest um, agency. I felt like I was an exchange student when I was in high school, and, and so I had the support of that agency and the things that went along with that. So I, I felt like having that support for the au pair would make it an easier transition for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really want them getting here and being homesick and, and you know wanting to go right home and need rematch, so... Um, or, or need rematch, I guess. Right. So are they teaching your kids to speak another language? I'm guessing. Um, yes. Haisa has taught some Portuguese to the kids. Very neat. (laughs) Yeah, that is neat. So what made you decide to go the au pair route versus nanny? For us? Well, I guess two things. I mean, I would say strictly cost, cost Mm -hmm. savings, but also, um, you know, right when the babies came home from the hospital, uh, we, we needed help probably about a month in is when we started our first nanny. Mm-hmm. And I very quickly realized, number one, it's expensive. And number two, they're commuting to your home and uh, she was late. If there was snow, she maybe called in. Like I was missing work. I just couldn't handle it. And, and you know, so I decided if they're, if they're already in my house, like your commute is like five steps out to my living room. So exactly. <laughs> you're going to be there. Right. Well, how do you deal with, okay, because you got to remember who I'm married to, a cop. Mr. Security isn't going to like strangers in your house, you know, our house. So how do you deal with that person you don't even know now living in your house? 
you know, how do you deal with those, those things? You know, I, I think that that is something that's hard for people that isn't hard for us. We had actually hosted exchange students before. Like I said, I was an exchange student. So I felt like uh, hosting the exchange students would be a a way to pay it back for Mm -hmm. what the family did for me. Um, So we've had people living in our house before. Um, You know, I guess if you're also concerned about things going on, I mean, we have plenty of cameras and stuff in the house, so I could, I could get on and check what was going on at any point in time, Mm -hmm. but we haven't really had any issues with theft or, Mm -hmm. you know, drinking or any, anything crazy like that. Well, I'm sure the agency does the background check and, you know, they've got all this testing and stuff for them to go through to, to be able to be matched with a family. Yeah. So since she lives with you, when, when is she off, I guess, what are her hours? So you, when you're looking for an au pair, you dictate what you need. Okay. Um, it's up to 45 hours per week is what you're allowed to have them work. Um, so, and, and that could actually be even kind of split apart. So it's, it's an arrangement that you're entering into. That's an agreement between you and the au pair. So she could have seen that we had triplets and, you know, run for the hills. <laughs> or she could have seen that the hours were, um, you know, you have to work every weekend and every night and may not have liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have to, you don't have to provide a car. You do have to provide transportation for them to get to school. So, um, but she, but another family may not have been providing a car. And so if we were, then she may have been more, uh, you know, interested in coming to our family instead. Got it. So, so did y'all end up providing a car and do you have to have them on your insurance or kind of how does that work? Well, the insurance thing has been kind of an interesting dilemma, I guess. Um, I did call the insurance agency and, um, they said, don't put her on, but that was maybe just the agent being all, Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, but you are, you know, you are allowed to have somebody else drive your car. Um, we haven't had any accidents or any crashes, thankfully, Mm -hmm. but we do only let her, you know, we have just a beater car. Like I, Mm -hmm. I don't, I have not let her drive the van or anything like that. We just have the one car that it wouldn't break my heart if it was gone tomorrow. Right. Okay. Okay. And does she drive your kids places too or no? No. Okay. So she just uses it, uses it for personal. Yeah. Yeah. They don't fit in a car, right? Well, true. (laughs) Well, let's start with that. Gotcha. Okay. And then do they, does she cook for them? I'm sure she does during the day at night or how does that work? Well, um, yeah, typically not at night. So once her shift is over, you know, I get home from work and she's off the clock, then she can go out or she can stay in her room or, um, she can eat dinner with the family. I mean, early on she ate dinner with us quite often, but now she's got the boyfriend and all that. So she's out. She found a boyfriend while she's here. Yeah. Right now I'm just like, uh, you know, we might as well just give her a locker at our house, you know? Gotcha. I keep teasing her. We're taking the room back, but, um, anyhow, so she's gone a lot, but, but yeah, they cook during the day and then, um, you know, they could participate in the family activities if you're welcoming of that. Got it. After hours. And does she help you with the laundry with the kids? Yeah, she does. Um, that is one of her duties. I do not do any laundry for my kids. Hey, when I had a nanny, that was that expectation too. She just... Had to do the kids' laundry. Not my laundry. Yeah. But just wash the kids' clothes. Right. And bedding. Yeah. So yep, that's she not, does both of those. So, so I'm guessing, you know, during the interview process, 
Um, do you actually get to interview her before they come? Yeah. Okay. By Skype or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And yep. so do you have like a list of questions? If somebody was looking for a nanny or an au pair, what would you recommend? Some things they ask, <laughs> you know, the first time, uh, the first time we did it, I didn't really, yeah, I think I took it a little more seriously than the next time. The next time I already knew who we were going to pick when we just looked at her bio. Oh, really? I saw her bio and I was like, she's the one for us. So I think you need, you learn what's going to work for your family. I mean, mm-hmm. she would have had to really blow the phone interview. And, <laughs> and, and I talked to only one other person when we interviewed her. Some mm-hmm. families talk to many au pairs before they choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I felt like, you know, it's one year of our life, you know, and you can go into rematch if it's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I never really had a list of questions. I guess they maybe even have more questions for you. Okay. Um, so, because it is, it is an agreement, but, um, the second time around I, I read her bio and, and, you know, I knew from our first experience, what would make it a better arrangement the second time. Mm-hmm. So, um, this time I could see that she had already graduated from college. She had lived away from her family for a very long time already, which mm. meant she was going to be independent and knew what it would take to run a home. Right. Um, because I think that people, you know, when they're, or, you know, the girls, when they're young, they may not even understand, you know, I'm going to be five minutes late today because I have to stop and pick up groceries for all of us. Right. You know, um, don't get mad. I'm five minutes late, you know, and, and so Haisa un- understood that, you know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been, that's been a good thing. And, and so, um, so no, I really didn't have a, a list of questions or take it too seriously or put too much effort into it. You know, the agency screens them and they give you a write up and right. We had one conversation. It was done. Well, and you've been lucky that you, your people have worked out and you haven't had to say, this isn't working. Please rematch me with somebody else where I know in like some of the triplet groups we've been a part of before uh, they couldn't get matched to save your life. Right. I, you know, I also think that it has a lot to do with the family. And Mm -hmm. so I'm probably going to, you know, alienate a few of your listeners, but you know, um, I, I feel like, you know, we're easygoing. We don't really, she'd have to do a lot to get under our skin. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, when you live with somebody for a period of time, you're always going to have things that are going to bother you and, and we just bite our tongue and move on and forget about it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and that might also have to do with age. Um, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know if the moms are younger moms. And so, you know, you're still a little more, uptight because mm-hmm. just as you get older, like, I don't know, life beats you down. Well, kind, well kind of, <laughs> this is how I felt. And, and our situation is a little bit different, but when we had the nanny, it was three kids. At the end of the day, if you've kept my three kids alive and they're fine and they're fed and they're happy, whatever, I, right. I don't care. I mean, right. I knew how much work it was for me, you know, by myself or even with Brad there you know, so my nanny was there by herself all day with uh, three kids, and Heather would go over there with her kids and play, and um, that's just kind of the the take I took on it. Yeah, I, I had a mom ask me once, um, the question was, does she know she's the help? What? And the look on my face, and I said, she's not the help, she's part of the family, you know, and, and so I think think if that's the per- perception or if that's the the way that you're treating that person of course nobody's going to work out right you, know? right you have to understand that um sometimes people say well you know you're the employer in some regards yes mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know I still we we have to live in the same house at the end of the day so it right. can't be that cut and dried mm-hmm. well, that's the perspective you have to have I think so mm-hmm. yeah uh, that's, that's kind of surprising but you know what it's not either 
when I think about it, you know, there are people out there like that. So mm-hmm. unfortunately, yeah. But I even think your perspective on, you know, when you looked at her bio and saw that she had lived on her own, I just think that you probably have a different perspective, like you said, than other people do. And you just knew that she was a match and you have to go with your gut too, I think. Right. So, right. Um, does she go on vacations with you? If you were to go on a vacation? She has. Um, in fact, both of the pairs, we've pretty much taken them on all vacations, which, um, you know, I mean, you're not asking them to work. They kind of get a sweet deal, I think, for yeah, that period yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. But they are also helping. I mean, it's just one extra set of hands. So um, she went, uh, <laughs> she told us she'd extend for a second year if we took her to Disney World. So we did. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yes. That's good. Yeah. And I saw y'all's trip yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. How was it taking triplets around Disney World. We lost him a couple times. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not all three at any one time, but you know, it's, it's like no matter how many adults there were, there was just, you know, one of them escaped, like mm. one barreled out of the wagon and was playing the drums. We went back and found him. You know, oh, I mean, like, my word. <laughs> but again, at the end of the day, if they're all three, you know, safe and we, we all came home, it was a good day. Yeah, yeah. How many That's days true. were y'all there for? Um, I think we were there for five, Mm -hmm. five full days. So I think it was with the travel, it was seven. So they were three. Three. Do you feel like that was a good age to take them or? I would have liked to have waited a little bit longer, but Mm -hmm. in the end it was fine. They had a blast. They, they loved it. They asked me honestly, every single day to take them back to the pink house. Oh, what's the pink house? That, that was our, our hotel. It had like a, you know, one area was pink and one, one set of rooms was white and we were in the pink rooms. And so they call it the pink house and they ask every day to oh, go back to the so pink, good. pink house. And they, they remember it. Yeah. They remember And it's magical. They pack Because that's bags. my fear. Is, right. <laughs> is I'm going to miss that time that it's magical yeah. for their kids, you yeah. know, for your kids, you know, at that age. Yeah. So do y'all have plans, Heather, to go to Disney? We're eventually going to go, but I, I have a eight month old right now. So well, it's going to be a while. True. Son will be older for sure. Yeah. We will go. I mean, I just think it's, it's just, it's a once in a lifetime kind of experience for them and they will remember it. I mean, I know I remember when my parents took me when I was younger, so Mm -hmm. it is something they'll always remember. So, so you have an au pair, but you did have a nanny at first. I had a nanny for the first two years of my kids. So my search kind of started with, what's it called? Mm Care.com. And I think the applicants that I was getting through there it, it was teenagers. It was 17-year-old, and which I did not feel comfortable leaving them with, you know, newborn triplets because I had to go back to work. Um, and eventually I found uh, a nanny, and I, I guess I think I found her through another triplet mom. And then I had another person that I was interviewing that somebody in a neighborhood had told me about, um, Amanda and Patricia. And... And it was funny because I think Holly, Holly's first nanny didn't work out very well. Um, any any drama you want to share there? <laughs> okay, so so when the babies first came home, I'll be honest. So when, when my babies, when I knew they were about to come home out of NICU, I called Holly. It was like in a panic. How do you do this? Can, can I come see your setup? Like, what do y'all do? And she was so nice. And I get there and your nanny was there. And I think she would have been like a former nurse. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. So I was kind of jealous. I'm like, how did she find this nurse? And it was like a great rate she was charging you. I was like, how are you finding it? I mean, whatever. And so, yeah, and then it didn't work out. 
and you, you started telling me all the drama. I was like, oh, I'm glad I didn't find that yeah. one. the bullet. <laughs> right. So, so back to Amanda and Patricia. Uh, Amanda had actually kept twins before, maybe even triplets before. And so I thought that was kind of like, she's done this before. She knows, you know, all that. And she seemed very calm that she could, you know, do it. Um, and Patricia, just cutest little thing. Um, and for whatever reason, I went with Amanda, but I did recommend Patricia to Holly. And I think you used her for a little bit, right? Yeah. And she was like, awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What were some of the things that were amazing, you know, about that? Um, I think that Patricia was a little bit OCD. So she'd go in and she'd like, you know, all the bath toys were properly arranged, like height order or whatever. Uh, oh my gosh. That's <laughs> so, funny. you know, and, and I'm just a mess, like just you know, throw it in a basket and we're done. And so it was nice to have something like that. Um, so, but yeah, you had, we were having trouble with our nanny. And so we were considering between, do we find another nanny? Do we get an au pair? That's when you sent us, um, Patricia and she came over to the house, but we were already also in talks with the au pair, Mm -hmm. um, agency at the time and so then in the end it was just like well how do we justify the cost difference and so you know we told her like you know here we we want you to start but it's only going to be for six months until the au pair can come and she worked it all out and she's still nannying now oh yeah good and you still keep in touch with her yeah okay good and what about your other au pair um she went back home after a year and Mm -hmm. we're still in touch yeah okay good deal so the one you have now she's on her second year with you yeah, just, or she will. She's she actually just completed her second year. She's oh, okay. slightly beyond, but uh, oh wow, yeah. And your kids adore her. Yeah, they love her. Will you be sad when it's time for her to move on? Um, or do you yeah. get attached in that way? No, I. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll be a little bit sad, yeah. but but you know, I mean, it's like it also is on some level. It's business. If we have to, I just have to figure out what the next thing is for the kids. I think when she's going to be done, probably at school time, Mm -hmm. I don't know that we're going to do another au pair. I don't think I need the help for just after hours and stuff. Although that's what some people hire them for. Okay. Um, it's just like nights and weekends, but I think we'll be okay. Got it. So do you think we have to do daycare at all or I'm hoping not. Yeah. Yeah. Hope not. We'll see. I have to have more investigation to yeah. do. Well, I finally made the jump from nanny to daycare, um, probably at the two-year mark. But the only reason why I did it was I really wanted them to have that social aspect, being around other kids, probably more structure. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, being alone with three kids, I don't know how some of the moms that I've seen, they do, like, the home activities and all that. So I don't know how they do it. It's chaos for me. So... I just kind of wanted more structure, discipline, that type thing. But the daycare I chose, I felt like I, I'm paying about the same for the nanny, but it includes breakfast, lunch, snacks. Mm-hmm. I'm not having to pay all that extra at home, right. you know, for somebody to prepare it for them. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, and it's, it's really worked out really well. And they'll do pre-K at the daycare next year. Nice. And then on to school, so... Yeah. It's hard for me because I grew up really country. And so, you know, I feel like I want kids, I want kids to be kids. And so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm really struggling with the formal education aspect of things too. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I really don't want to put them in school until it's, you know, until it's time until I'm told they have to go to school, which Mm -hmm. is probably bad, but I just, you know, I want them to enjoy this time and and you know because you have the rest of your life to work you Mm -hmm. know and and to me school was work right um so you know I just I just want them to be kids just a little bit longer Mm -hmm. you know 
so I'm delaying it. Yeah. Well, for me and Brad both working full time and we don't have any family here or anything like that. So it just, it's, it's really worked out. And, and I feel like they're learning a lot of things that, I mean, I just didn't have the time, you know, to teach them. I wish I did. I really do wish I did. Um, potty training. They helped with potty training. Um, cause I know that was, a uh, just the thought of trying to potty train three kids is overwhelming. Yeah. So, which I don't know how yours did, but it, it was, it was some effort. <laughs> <laughs> I know how hard my one was, so I can only imagine yeah. with two more. <laughs> so to wrap up the conversation, um, as a mom of multiples, what advice do you have as they're trying to navigate what kind of childcare they're going to go after? Um, what would, what advice would you give them as they're about to embark on that journey? Well, I guess, I mean, I would have to consider whether you're able to even handle having someone in your home or not. And then you got to weigh that with the cost aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we touched on it at all, but the the, the agencies dictate the cost. So it. Um, it, it ended up being, I think we were paying like 660 a week with a nanny and it's 385 a week with an au pair. Oh wow. That's, that's a huge a, difference. That's a really big it's difference. A big I had difference. no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the au pair, um, they only, they get 200 of it, 199, you pay them directly and it might change or, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, next year it might go up a little bit. Right. But, and then the rest of the money goes to the agency for their travel and their support and their visas and all that kind of stuff. But, um, so, you know, but they still, I mean, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like a ton of money, but, you know, I always think like that's $800 a month spending money. Um, you know, when you're, when you're young and when you're paying for an apartment and, um, a car and all this kind of stuff, do you ever have $800 spending money left at the end of the month? No. So, you know, I mean, I know sometimes they feel they're not maybe paid fairly and families can pay them more if they want to. Um, but, uh, you know, for us, it was just that, that cost savings was huge. So, um, we could put up with, you know, sharing a bedroom for that. Right. So, Yeah. Um, informative. And and one last question. Um, in bringing home three babies uh, and having three toddlers right now, was is there any go-to products that you feel like makes kind of like your life easier, uh, whether it was when they came home or, or like in today's world? Well, it's probably bad, but I'm going to say the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad at yeah, all. The no. doctor says limit their screen time to an hour a day. And I'm like, you don't uh, have three at one time. And, and you, she, she says, do you read to them every day? And I say, well, they, they're getting all the reading right here on YouTube. I mean, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you. There's some, I mean, I don't always want to stick a Kindle in front of their face, but a, they want to watch it. B, I feel like they have learned some stuff from that. A lot. And, you know, think when we were growing up, I'm sure we were stuck in front of Sesame Street and, you know, for a couple hours and we all yeah. turned out fine. Yeah. yeah. I feel like as long as you don't, you don't, uh, you still get them out of the house. You know, I still right. force mm-hmm. them, you know, okay, it's time to put the tablets away. Now we're going to go do, and we go out and we do activities, you know, mm-hmm. then it's not, it's, it's not as bad as the doctor would like to say, but, 
Um, but I think that's been my biggest. You are not going to get any judgment from me <laughs> or from me either. It's, but it's all about balance. Like you said too. So yeah. it's, I look at food the same way. Like, yes, sometimes my daughter has ice cream before lunchtime, but by the time she goes to bed, she's really gotten a really well balanced diet in, mm-hmm. in the hour between she woke up at and when point. she goes to bed. So <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, that's just all you have to, I, I look at it like that. I don't right, look right. at it. Right. You know. Yeah. Okay. The order. Well, thanks, Holly, for sharing all your knowledge. We appreciate it. Thank you for joining us, and come back again. Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much for listening. For more episodes, please be sure to subscribe, Bunch of Mom Sense, on your favorite podcast app. Visit our website, www.bunchofmomsense.com, And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, Bunch of Mom Sense. Thanks again. Till next time.